Welcome to the Knife Journal Podcast. This is episode 111. No. 12, 13. No. Yes. 14, 13. 113. 113 on Friday. Everybody's getting ready for the grand weekend. We finally have some spring in the air. Yep. <laughs> chipmunks like, came up. Uh, chipmunks came up a uh, uh, last week. And I put a picture up of a chipmunk uh, on Facebook. The nice first one above ground. Nice. Uh, but he was very confused because literally it was the I watch my woods like a hawk, mm-hmm. and he was literally the first chipmunk up. And he sat there for like a couple hours just staring into nice. the distance because <laughs> there's nice. like four feet of snow back then. Now we've had a little bit of melt off. Yeah, we've had some serious. We have had some serious meltdown um, up here. And uh, all this almost all the snow is off my roof, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, spring is in the air. You know, I had a guy I pulled out in front of my house yesterday was uh he went off the road and decided he was going to try to put his truck, drive it in the ditch, and then drive it back out. And failed miserably. I, he was uh, it was kind of funny because I, I'm not sure. I didn't get close enough to to see if he was had a toot full, but uh, but he said a deer ran across the road. And if he didn't have a toot full, he was doing it wrong by where you live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, and so he so I think what happened was that he probably was texting and drove off the road. Okay. Because because there was no deer tracks, uh, any in any. Yeah, close but he didn't and, know he who he was talking to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But and I was and I was being nice. I pulled him out. I mean, I I, you know, he didn't have a he didn't have a trailer hitch, so I had to go get one of my my hitches and and uh, put. Uh, you know, he didn't even have a pin, so I got him all set up and yanked him out. And well, you know how the you know how the tow truck drivers do it. Give me twenty dollars. Well, what? no, they give me eighty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but what they do is they take a tow strap and they hook it to um, the tow truck, and then you put the tow strap through the wheel, the 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 front wheel closest to where you're trying to pull them out. Mm-hmm. And it, it pulls you right, and don't ask me how I know that. We mean through the wheel. Okay, so my the wheel, wheel has, no, my wheel has spokes. Yeah. So it's rims, tire, and spokes. Yeah. And they they took it, and they put it through, wrapped it around the wheel through the spokes, and hooked it onto itself, and then pulled out using just that. So you have, you have rims and spinners. I don't have spinners. What's wrong with you? Hey, we should say hello to our live audience. We have, uh, so, we have uh, who's on? We are very much, uh, nobody's uh, commented yet, but there are people on. And what I do want to say is that uh, Jim and I are trying to make this a thing that shows up as a podcast, as well as showing up on a live YouTube channel and on Facebook. And we're trying to work out all the bugs um, to be able to do it and have both of us show up on screen at the same time, it is actually a fairly difficult thing to accomplish, especially if I'm using the superior system, which is, of course, a PC. <laughs> and Jim is using the inferior system, which is a Mac, That's which funny. is only for people who consume too much soy. That's funny. Um, can you, <laughs> can you uh, just for for giggles here, what what is your what is the processor in your in your computer? I I have I've forgotten. I this computer is pr- actually pretty old. Um but it's uh I it's at least a 7 core processor. So there's at least 7 cores on it. Uh, okay, the, so the newer version of what I'm doing is like a 9 core processor and I I have a kind of a middle of the road PC. Yeah. Mhm. My my Mac is from early 2013, and it has an i7 processor, 2.7 gigahertz, and 16 yeah, in, gigs, yeah, 16 gigs of memory, and I have a uh, NVIDIA 
GeForce GT 650M. Okay, so I have, I have, um, mine was bought the same year. I have probably the same or a little better processor than you have, and I have a way better video card. Yeah. Uh, and I paid uh, less than two grand for mine. Um, but, but listen, it's, it's, uh, people get hooked on they systems. And uh, if you like a Mac, use a Mac. No, you know what happened to me? I was a Windows guy be, be, since before Windows. Like hardcore. Yeah, um, like seriously. in DOS era. Yeah, like, exactly. Right. My, my first yeah. computer was a, a – my first DOS computer was a televideo, uh, and it was called a um, – hmm, they had a name for it. It, it wasn't a laptop, but it was, a, it was like a suit, the size of a suitcase. And it folded okay. up. Uh, it was called a, what the hell was it? A transportable or something like that. And it was uh, it had two five and a quarter floppy drives and a about a nine inch uh, amber screen on it. Right, right. And that was a that was a. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the it was MS DOS was it MS DOS no. It was a CPM eighty machine. Okay, that was that's that's like nineteen eighty six. That's pre DOS. Yeah. 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 So my my first computer was a Commodore four. Sixty four. How do you like them? No, Commodore. Okay, so I had four. before that before that machine before <laughs> that machine I had a TI ninety nine four A. I remember those. Those were good. You could buy them at like Radio Shack. Yep, they were actually on those. They were. To awesome. be honest with you, that was actually an extremely powerful machine for that period for of time. time. Yep, yeah, exactly. And, and you could write your own programs, and the programming language wasn't super confusing. Yep, yep and exactly. Like it was nice. And uh, and then I got my um, uh, then I got our Televideo machine, and then I got. My first IBM machine had, uh, I think that was like 1990, and it had Windows 3.1. One one, yeah, yeah. So my my first computer after my Commodore 4 was a Pentium 120. <laughs> We're on Star Trek. Yeah, you got to mute that shit. And then uh, my my computer after that was a Pentium Pro, which was a 200 megahertz thing. And actually, that's probably the best, most stable, most awesome computer I've ever owned. Was a, but it 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 couldn't run today's stuff. But in terms of, well, it was like, funny because we had we had, uh, um, I mean, so, so it's not like I wasn't a Windows guy. I mean, I had Windows yeah. all the way up through, uh, you know, I, be, I built my first website in '94. Five, I think it was 1995. Geo, GeoCities, right? What's that? You built it on GeoCities. GeoCities? No, <laughs> I bought it on. I, I built it on. Um, I had. I'm trying to think of the, even what the name of it was. It was for the. It was for the ship store. It was called the ship store. It was an informational one. It was about the store. We didn't sell anything on it. There was no, but we we basically it wasn't e version of it. No, no, but it was, but it was informational and it was pretty cool. It was really funny. I had a buddy of mine that uh, he was he. We were both kind of doing it together back and forth, and and uh, uh, we were all excited about him when we got him up and running. Did you see a new page? Did you see a new page? Oh, I got thirty five hits today. And then yeah. Shane would say, Shane would say. Oh, that's wild. He said, I got 28 hits today. 28 hits. And, well, come to find out, what we were doing was looking at each other's website. To try to find the hits. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. But, uh, but then it came to the point in time when I lost everything. My, I got the blue screen of death, and I was overseas somewhere, and I said, you know what? I, I'm done with this crap. I'm not doing this anymore. This would have been after 2010. This was after 2010. This was yeah, after because I, I bought this. Yeah, you literally you bought this new computer while we were doing the podcast. Yeah, and it was it was uh yeah twenty well it was twenty thirteen actually I think yeah that's and I because I said I was like I'm done and and the reason I got this was I said if I can't handle the Mac OS if I, if it doesn't work for me I can put Windows on this machine yeah 
and that was the whole intention. I, I have Linux machines too. I have two Linux machines, but yeah, but, I, run, I like Linux. Yeah, I yeah, Linux is cool. Linux, my my servers all ran on Linux. That was why I was using Linux for a long time. But but this guy, this guy is just freaking bulletproof. I mean, it, literally, it's the it's the best laptop I've ever had. The 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 chassis on it is incredible. I mean, it's all milled aluminum. The whole thing is the hinges yeah, milled I mean, aluminum. Good luck trying to buy that for under ten grand today. I know it's wild. Um, it's it's wild. Right. Uh, anyway, I wanted to say, um, let's see, we were, where were we going here? Jim was talking about computers, and now I'm my nerd brain is. Well, it's we've been talking about setting stuff up on different different platforms and programs and stuff, and it was it was kind of funny because when I published uh, when I was publishing uh, the magazine, um, all of the printers were like, "Oh, you're not using a Mac." I was like, "No, I'm using Windows, and I'm using Microsoft." No, I was using uh, Adobe. Um, well, Adobe Photoshop plus, uh, I think PageMaker, Adobe PageMaker seems to be what, what I was using uh, for the magazine. And, and you bring them in and they'd be like, Oh, you, Oh, we can't. Oh, it's like, just load it up. It, you know, loaded it up. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, I guess it is fine. Your Macs are powerful than what you think they are. And it was really funny because I was totally like anti-Mac back then. Because it was all the all the publishers and anybody that was doing any kind of graphics work was, oh, you don't have a Mac, well, your stuff well, is no good. So the so the reason the Macs had a bad reputation was um, I used to be a, a scientist, okay, and all the scientists were these big liberal kook. Were you, were you like a real scientist or were you like no, a junk a real, scientist? No, a real scientist. I am actually. So, so you didn't. So you didn't go after, uh, say, um, we we have to understand why the Earth is is warming up. So we need no. we need to find science to prove that it's warming up. So we're you gonna. Can, you can Google my name, Kyle Versteg, mm -hmm. and I have scientific publications that are published in fact. Okay, so a couple. A couple papers I've done involved uh, taking and uh, creating a way to knock out a gene in specific bacteria. And in order to knock out the gene, um, uh, bacteria are susceptible to viruses that have um, little things called plasmids in them. And plasmids are little sequences of DNA that can... Once the virus injects it into the bacteria, that little sequence of DNA splices itself into the virus, and the virus changes its thing, okay? So I designed a plasmid with a specific gene, uh, and I, with the idea was to knock out a specific gene in a bacteria. So I have made a virus, I have infected bacteria, knocked out the gene and proved that I did it a couple different times. And then I did some research on uh, transplanting uh, humans with pig organs. <laughs> that just you, created, well. you created the pig man. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, the other thing I did was uh, I've done other papers, but um, the most significant one um, uh in surgical literature is uh, a, a new development and a new way to do um, replace the um, bottom half of your arm. Anyway, so I've done real science with real results and not this nonsense like gender studies bullshit science, which means absolutely nothing because you can't you science is you have a hypothesis and you test it. And science is a question. Science isn't an answer. It's a question. Okay. And, but it, anyway, and it never stop answering questions. So back when I was a scientist, everybody was crazy about Max. But what I hated about the Max of that era and why I've always um, been a PC guy since then was back then the machines didn't have the processing power and the bus speed. So you know what the bus is, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't have the bus speed. 
So the problem is, is that Macs were way ahead of the game and they were constantly checking and they were like autistic. Is my floppy drive still connected? Is my printer still connected? Is my right? But all of that bogged them down so much that it totally screwed your system. Like right. they, they spent so much time being autistic that they didn't have the capability of doing what you wanted them to do. And so I got so pissed off anyway. And, uh, uh, so Wasatch Dan says, so were you trying to make orcs? Uh, that's pretty D and D tastics <laughs> that needs some explanation. D and D is a, uh, a, a, uh, dice paper and book game that I, uh, play online sometimes. And I really do love it. And no, I wasn't trying to make orcs. I was trying to develop a way to um, figure out the Haemophilus influenza. Uh, it's a bacteria that infects people. I, I was trying to figure out how to make it less infective and what parts of it were... Um, what parts of it you needed to target with a vaccine. And my work on that was probably one millionth of the work that went into it, but now there's a vaccine and some of my work went into that. Um, that's science. That's cool. not blue haired bullshit. That is science. So uh, um, how do I get the chat thing? How come I can't see that chat? So you thing? would have to go to the average Iowa guy. Um, so the people that are listening at home, you can, you can see a video of this because we are going to have video stuff. If you're listening on iTunes or some other platform, Hey, blessed be you. Uh, and, uh, we're happy you're listening at all. And we love you, especially we love the truckers. Um, but if you want to see the live stream live, what you would have to do is go to the Average Iowa Guy YouTube channel, and uh, there'll be uh, on the main page there'll be some way to connect to the live stream. And if you if there's a way you can subscribe to it, and if you hit the alerts button when we're about to go live, um, the alert will tell you we're going to go live, and you can actually watch it live. Um, there's I wish there was a better way to do this, but there just isn't. All right. Do you see the chat? Mm -mm. I don't even see the video. Uh, go to my Facebook page. And I have a link to the video on there. And if you click on that, you can see the chat. But you're going to want to uh, um, mute that. Hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. Second, second. Muting it. I muted it. Okay. Got it. All right. So you'll be able to see the chat. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about some news. Actually, I want to do a knife topic first. Care? Yeah. Oh, okay. go ahead. Knock okay. yourself out. We talked about slip joints on the last podcast, and I apologize for the last podcast. I was very, very passionate, and I have um, <laughs> I've decided to try to turn over a new leaf. You were you were naughty. I was very naughty, and I apologize for that. And uh, if you were watching the live stream, the live stream was like two and a half hours. Yeah. The last podcast ended up at just a little over an hour, and there's a reason why. <laughs> yeah. It's because I was too naughty, and I have um, promised myself and Jim that I won't be so naughty anymore. Um, but there is still a segment up about slip joints, and I mentioned uh, my favorite slip joints, one of which being the elephant toe, uh, one of which being the spider co roadie, and my new spider co roadie has come. Uh, Ooh, and, nice. and people in the, oh, and you can see my gun safe in the background there. <laughs> anyway, what? gun safe. Oh yeah. 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 Because of the way the green screen thing is working. Anyway, this is the spider co roadie. I got one in orange. Uh, if you remember from the last video, I said that I gave, um, my red one, my first one, uh, to the 12 year old son of the tow truck driver that pulled me out of the ditch. Okay. Now I have another knife 
that I just got and I haven't done a video on it and I haven't even taken it out of the box because it's so slick that that people literally you have to see this. So uh, this is the Fall Niven LTC. Ooh. And LTC means legal to carry. This isn't like a new knife or anything, but it comes like this, and then you slide it out, and it's a wooden box. Yeah, those are sweet. I know. It's amazing. And then you slide the little wooden top off, and then your knife is in there. And uh, I'm going to eventually do a video of, of this knife. Uh, I want to kind of show how it's packaged because that's so different from yeah. the way things are packaged. That is one of the things that they do so well is their packaging is amazing. Well, and that's like that's like Apple too. Yeah, you know, yep. you you get an iPad or an iPod, and it comes, and there's nothing in there but the thing, and it's this tiny little box, and you just take your thing out and you click it, and it you don't need an instruction manual; it teaches you. Right. Um. Anyway, so I think the LTC is a, a is another good option. It's a uh, slip joint. And I love everything that Fall Niven makes. Hey, give me eight seconds. I got to go and get my coffee cup because I'm going to start jittering out here in a minute. Okay. All right. I'll be right back. Okay. So Wasatch Dan says, I've been playing the Division 2 this week and just started thinking about your episode on the Philippines and the disaster recovery uh, discussion. I'd love for you guys to just... Uh, expand on disaster response from the ground level in a future episode might be nice to know. Okay, so Jim is actually done. I bet. So they're, they're asking about disaster response, and actually Jim has done every bit as much of real-world disaster response as I've done. And maybe maybe we'll, um, maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. I don't think we're prepared enough, but... Just suffice it to say that Jim absolutely does uh, disaster. Both of us, if if you see my face in your country, it's because you're screwed up. And I just, hey, I used a good word. Not a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, um, I love to hear from you. And if you see Jim's face in your country, something yeah. went really, really, really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something went really really bad yeah. um uh, right now our order is in um columbia order, but stop your order to, uh, yes the the order of malta okay so explain what that is uh it is it is the i believe the second oldest order in the catholic church right behind the benedictines um, it's a order of knights that date back to 1000 AD, 9, 980, I think, or 1000, something like that. Officially, I think it's like 1050 was when we, but we were working before that. And, uh, we were crusader knights, um, took the, took Jerusalem back from the Muslims, uh, Fought Suleiman in 1565, stopped the Muslims from invading, uh, stopped them at Malta, stopped them from invading um, uh, Italy. And we built hospitals and camps between Rome and Jerusalem during the, during the uh, uh, period when people were making pilgrimages from Rome to, to Jerusalem. So there was a... a a pathway that we protected and built hospitals, not me personally, because I'm not, don't have a Dorian Gray thing, but our order did that. Yeah. And, uh, and so to this day, we still are active in almost every country and we have 13,500 knights and dames around the world. Oh, and we, a dame, a dame is like a, a Humphrey Bogart type shit. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Dame is a, is a, um, uh, it's a female knight. All right. So, so the so the lady in um, oh what uh, Game of Thrones, the giant, what's her that the big lady that uh, that the dog kind of in, liked and but didn't Isn't like Harry Potter though. Isn't there a giantess that befriends Hagrid or whatever? 
I don't know. I guess I haven't seen the new Game of Thrones. Thing. Well, no, you know the lady that that was uh, that was protecting uh, the the little girl. Uh, I'm I'm lost. I read seven books and I watched a couple seasons, and so now I'm not sure. Okay. Anyways, yeah. she anybody that's watched the the uh, so she's a she would be a dame. She was a she was a uh, a lady with a sword. Anyways. And uh, anyway, so fast forward, we do uh, a lot of relief work um, around the world. I mean, we've got camps in Syria, we've got camps in Africa, we've got camps in um, Haiti, we've got camps in, uh, you know, relief efforts. When I say camps, I mean relief efforts. Uh, And right now, we've got a big big group down in um, Colombia. That is uh, helping the refugees from Venezuela, because any of the millennials that believe in socialism uh, should go down there and take a look at what's going on in in Venezuela lately. But that's not real socialism. Yeah, whatever. Idiot. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I know it. it. It's so funny because it's it's it all starts out the same. And if and trust me, if you think for one minute that. The agenda that you're helping get pushed, helping pushed, is going to be any different than what go what went on in Russia, what went on, what goes on in China, what goes on in in uh, um, in Venezuela. And it's really funny because even China now, even even as the way it is, it's not uh, it's not as bad as it was, you know, 20 years ago. Because somebody introduced that thing called capitalism into their system, and it's kind of bogging them up. Well, and and, and truth be told, um, as much as we like to say we're capitalist, are we really? Well, here herein lies the problem. This is the this is the real typical argument about about uh, you know we're a, we're already a socialist country. Well, I got to tell you, we we may be. And and it's real typical because it's it's the, the things that they call about our our uh, social security is one of them. One of the biggest Ponzi schemes in the on the planet is the social security system. Uh, if you live a lifetime and work your lifetime and pay in social security, if you were to take that money and put it into an interest bearing account from the day one, uh, you would you would have a lot more money than you will ever draw from social security. Yeah, At this point, I would be a multi, multi, yep. multi, multi millionaire. Yeah. The numbers, the number they say is, is somewhere like five, five, well, six typical average guy is going to be have like $5 million, and something I like that. Out, I max out my social security earnings in April, typically, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so you'll never, You'll never get that back. So there's your socialist uh, socialism. Well, and it, it, yeah, so I, I would say that at best we are a hybrid system. At best, and, and it's not even a good system. I mean, the system that that is part of the hybrid is not a good system. Right. I mean, it's absolutely not a good system. The 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 the, the what's going on in the medical field right now is obvious it's absolutely garbage is destroying it destroying our our you know i mean you can't even i was talking to uh, one of our uh, a guy from our church is a is a um, doctor new doctor to the area and he well new a couple years now he we were you know it was it's funny because my wife's in primary care and he's in primary care also and um they do a they work on a in a free clinic um, they don't know one another. They've never worked with each other, but they they take turns working this in this free clinic, and they're the only two providers that are doing it. And um, it's kind of comical because he was saying that his son is uh, is in medical school right now, and he's not going to he's not going to be a primary care physician. He said he said primary care physicians cannot leave school. And make enough money to pay off their student loans. No, it's impossible. So uh, all of primary care in the, in the United States is being replaced by nurse practitioners. Mm-hmm. So you, for every however many, uh, let's pick a random number, let's say five, 
primary care physicians, they aren't physicians, they're nurses. And then there's one actual physician overseeing mm-hmm. them. And I've, I've actually had that gig before, although I wasn't overseeing uh, primary care, I was overseeing um, a couple of uh, dermatology PAs. Mm-hmm. So it, it, listen, things are screwed. Don't go into medicine unless you, so if you in something where you control your own destiny and re, and remember what the big promise was, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Yeah. All them doctors is gone. They're all gone and they're never coming back and, and there will never be other doctors. Yep. To replace. Yep. It's, it's, you can't afford your student mm-hmm. loans. I mean, Jesus Christ, my student loan debt is enormous. Mm-hmm. If I told you what my student loan debt is, you would laugh at me. But that's what you have to do if you want to if you want to go through this. So mm-hmm. if you're going through this, imagine um, everybody close your eyes and we're going to go on a journey. <laughs> okay. Everybody breathe in and breathe out. Close your eyes, everybody. Okay. Now. You want to be a house painter. And in order to be a house painter, there's a college that you have to go through. And you go through the college, and the college costs $300,000 to do it. And then you have to join the house painters union, and you have to join the House Painters Society of America. And the House Painters Society of America is $1,200 per year. And the union is 700 bucks a month. And you have to make that, plus you have to make your payments on the 300000 And you're going to get paid five grand to paint a house, and it's going to take you a month. You're going to make 60000 a year. Now breathe in. And breathe out. Okay. And tell me we're how you're going to pay for that. We're doing some visualization. <laughs> and that's what fucking life is. I'm sorry. I, I, I hope that you all actually went on that journey and saw that poor house painter, which is you. Um, anyway, do we have another topic? Hey, see how good I'm being? <laughs> I'm being so good. <laughs> I'm being so good. I even I even did a guided meditation. That's funny. See how calm I am today. <laughs> All right. What do you got? You got a topic? Yeah, I got uh, New Zealand going crazy. Okay. Um... This is a very, very, very complicated topic. Okay. Uh, do you have an article that you want to point to? Eh, it doesn't do even matter. I mean, you can look anywhere thoughts. you want. It's everywhere. General thoughts. So what are your general thoughts so far? And and uh, and here's where we're at. Have you read the manifesto? I did not. I did have not. Have seen the video? Nope, I have not. Okay. I have not because I've been busy doing a bunch of other stuff. Then I just right. haven't had a I mean, chance to. I mean, how are you going to do all of this stuff anyway? Um, so far, based on the um, news media and the things that you've been able to absorb, um, what are your thoughts? You know what? It's a. Tr- <laughs> I don't want to make light of it. For one thing, it's a very tragic thing. But also, it happens. I, I don't know. I didn't read the manifesto. I don't know what was driving him. Um, I've heard all the different reports that Trump, it was all Trump's fault. It was all Trump's rhetoric. It was all, you know, and that's what drove this guy to him. Well, I don't. An, an Australian. Yeah, he's an Australian. <laughs> yeah, right. And, anyway. and I, and I um, uh, when I hear stuff like that, 
I, it just makes me crazy because that, because nobody's going to ever get to the root of the problem. Nobody's ever going to be able to stop this from happening. Um, how many people did he kill? Uh, 50. Okay, so he killed 50 people. We had a shooter in Las Vegas that killed how many people? I don't know. And guess what? Um, <laughs> we still don't know what happened. It's completely under the rug. Yeah, it's we, we don't even know what happened. Or they swept that shit under the rug. So, so this guy had video of him doing it, and a manifesto. The guy in Vegas. I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas or not, listeners. I don't know how many times you've been to Vegas, but if you looked around, you're you're always there's facial recognition on every video feed in that in that city. You can't walk in or out of that city without somebody knowing who you are and why you're there. Right. This guy carried how many bags of guns up into that room, took out windows, and nobody had a video of it. Nobody well, knows what happened. Well, there are videos from the outside, but not in his room. And, and honestly, my, there was my, videos of him going up to the hotel room. Nobody ever saw video. I did, I've never seen videos of him carrying all of those guns up to his hotel room. I'm, I'm sure that they exist, but they're not <laughs> showing you probably for a reason. Probably because 15 people helped him. And they were all Democrats. Um, I I disavow that. <laughs> Senator, for the record. I yeah, exactly. But but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, there, that that guy had help. Okay, so... Anyways, back to this fellow in New Zealand. People get frustrated when they're not getting any when 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 things don't make sense, when they continue to not make sense. Eventually, people go crazy. I mean, when, when you when you have the the narrative that people are pushing that continue to uh, to tap a raw nerve and they're and they're not true. When you continually, when you're continually called a racist and you're not a racist over and over and over again, no matter what you are, you walk out of the, your house and you open the door with your right hand instead of your left hand or your left hand instead of your, well, you're a racist. You're left-handed. You're a racist. What do you mean I'm a racist? I'm left-handed. I take great offense to that. Because yeah, I do too. I'm left-handed. But, but you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, because we're white, we're racist. We have no. It has nothing to do with who we are or what we are. The the group of this group of people is the same group of people that says, "Are oh, you supposed to look to everybody's inside? Look look at who they are. Look at except for a white guy, you're a racist." I mean, you even have white people from the left that are saying, "Well, you know, I am inherently a racist. It's I can't help white it." Privilege. Well, <laughs> because it's white privilege. Right. You know, I'm sorry, but mm. you know, I never, I never owned a slave. I never owned a slave. Your parents, your your ancestors, probably weren't even the in the country during slave times. Right. Okay. Do you well, want to know what my ancestors were? Stop. My ancestors were Quakers who were against slavery and were imprisoned for it. Okay. So. I'm supposed to accept guilt for shit that my ancestors fought against? Dude, my my ancestors were slaves. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, we were in, we were indentured servants. Yeah. You know. Well, and I I think I don't know I would have to look it up, but I know that my earliest ancestors in the countries were Quakers. Yeah. And I, I have a novel recommendation for everybody. Everybody calm down. We're being <laughs> calm today. This is calm Kyle, not angry Kyle. Okay. It's like it's almost like NPR Kyle. Uh, <laughs> so James Missioner is a fantastic novelist. Oh, yeah. He He's won awesome. the Pulitzer Prize for Tales from the South Pacific. Um, but if you want to know about the early history of our uh of our country and, uh, you know, the slavery thing. Um, one of them is the covenant and, uh, another one. Oh my God. 
can't believe I'm forgetting this. Uh, sorry about the typing. Um, one of them is the Covenant, um, which is about um, South Africa. Uh, another one is Chesapeake, which is a fantastic novel about early America around Baltimore and um, in places like that. And I'm looking up the list now, and I'm really, really sorry that I didn't have this. So there's Tales of the South Pacific. There's Chesapeake, which is my favorite. Um, but he has one about... Um, he has one about that's more focused on slavery where the Quakers were like lashed to a thing and like whipped throughout the world or whatever. Hmm. And I don't think it was in Chesapeake, but I think it was another way. Really sorry about that. I, I'm trying to make a point, and I can't make it because I can't pull to mind the. Well, the I mean, regardless, I mean, it just, I mean, it just goes to, and to make matters worse. Apparently, most of the slaves that stopped in this country were on their way to somewhere else. Yeah, there were com considerably fewer slaves here than there were anywhere else. You know. Well, another um, another great there's another great book by him. It's the Source, 1965 and Centennial, uh, which was made into a mini series that's like a hundred hours long. That's amazing, uh, and uh, it's got great people in it. There's the Covenant, which was 1980. That's about South Africa. Um, I I am losing my thread here on uh where um his his slavery one was where he talked about the quakers and stuff but anyway if you look back into history the quakers were always uh against uh, against slavery and i am personally and have since i was a little baby against the idea which is why i'm against socialism anyway wasatch dan says angry kyle is hilarious yeah it's hilarious but um we have a family <laughs> podcast and i have to be a very 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 good boy very um, very very good boy because uh, honestly i had to edit out an hour and a half of that last podcast because i was such an ass uh, Oh, that was funny. Well, That's funny. I'm, I'm I'm lashing myself publicly for being so bad, and yeah. I'm I'm making an effort to change. Okay. Hey, hey, speaking of, um, we talked about some dead TV shows that nobody knows anything about anymore, mm -hmm. and we've had updates on it in the past. Um, but you just talked about uh, uh, Game of Thrones. That shit. I know nothing about where it's going and where it's going to go because whatever, you know, you should, you should actually watch a video The those, the TV show is, or the HBO special the show was actually quite well done. Okay. So here it is. What TV show is this from? Hang on a second. I can't see. Jim is looking at his screen and he's looking. Oh, that's from, uh, that's from uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, so there's... I have not seen... You know, it's funny. I have not seen The Walking Dead since Glenn got hit in the head with a baseball bat. Right. I can't watch it anymore. I liked Glenn. And I, I honestly, it got so crazy in that season. I'm like, okay, some guy with a barbed wire baseball bat is literally going to take out an armed group of people. No, right. sorry. Right. Um, that, was, uh, that was my thought, too, was well, that's yeah. just craziness. Yeah, I, I'm just not having <clears throat> it. No. Sorry. It's not for me anymore. Anyway, so the, there's like literally five people watching that show, but apparently it, it continues. Yeah. Uh, well, what what is um uh? Hang on a second. Where am I? I can't see the. I'm back to. I lost the. I lost the page where I had okay. your uh, all the chats on it. But yeah, what, uh, I guess what the point I was getting at was. So they made a big stink about this guy walking into a mosque and killing a bunch of Muslims, fifty Muslims. Okay, and and the Paris they have, nightclub's attack was how many? What's that? How many people were killed during the Paris nightclub attacks? Yeah, exactly. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They just killed, killed. 
they just killed 300 in Nigeria, 300 Christians in Nigeria, the Muslims did. Right. Okay. That's, so, right. Uh, so oh, wait a minute. We didn't even yeah. get that on the TV. We, well, that's not even on the, sh on the, the mainstream nope, media. Nigerians are black and nobody gives a shit. It's the same way with Chicago. 300 people die in six months in Chicago. Well, did you notice that I didn't say, did you notice, did you notice that I did not say there was 300 black Christians or 300 so black people? I said right. 300 Christians right. were and killed. That's, that's how you should look at it. Right. But the media doesn't look at it that way. It's you whatever know? fits their narrative. That's all it is all the time. And, and people, if you don't wake up to this, you know, and I and I know anybody that's listening to us is pretty much on the same page. You know, they're frustrated. the 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 news industry literally has created uh, a whole nother industry of podcasters talking about the news. Yeah, there's a there's some actually some really good podcasts. Out. Yep. But yep. Honestly, I care about Chicago. Right. I care about the. Chicago. How many people are killed in Chicago every single? Wait until it's a couple more months when it's hot in Chicago, when they're killing eighty people a weekend. You know that's like literally what happens. Or on Father's Day, fucking watch out for Father's Day. Careful. What did you just say? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be a nice boy. I'm I'm really sorry about that. I did not mean to say that. But anyway, people. Watch yeah. out for Father's Day because a whole bunch of people are going to die that weekend. That's that's a busy weekend. Fourth of July, forget about it. That whole week is mayhem. Mm -hmm. That's although although you know what I've been to Chicago during St. Patty's on St. Patty's Day and had a blast. Well, and and I used to live there and I yep. was born there and I I loved, but it's cold then. There's snow on the ground. And there's not monkey business going on because it's not hot and you're not sitting at home pissed off because you don't have air conditioning and stuff. Right. Um, why don't they have air conditioning there? You know what? They don't have air conditioning in Italy. I don't understand why everybody's gets upset about it. Italy's hot and there's no air conditioning. They don't even actually, have screens. They don't even have screens in their windows. Okay. So you know where you and I live, right? You yeah. live north of me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I live at the 45th parallel, right? Mm -hmm. I can have my windows open. The first two years I lived here, I didn't even know that I didn't have air conditioning. <laughs> well, half the time you're sleeping with a with a freaking quilt or a, right. a feather quilt at night because it's like 40 degrees. Right. You open up your window. So we're at the 45th parallel. The 45th parallel on Europe is the very south of France, very northern part of Italy. Right. Right. You go north of that. You would never, I can't imagine living, let's say you lived halfway up Canada, which is where uh, Britain is and these other places. I can't imagine ever needing air conditioning there. Right. You, I mean, Jesus. No, like, no not at all. You need heat year round. Yeah, not at all. Vitamin D shots in yeah. your buttocks, rippling so buttocks. <laughs> so you got so back to the back to the uh the whole you know the way they're reporting things is mm -hmm. you know the, this fella in uh what what did his manifesto say i mean I, I really have not had a chance to read it okay um it's all a meme within a meme within a meme and i don't want to go into it to give it any more attention um i i can send you a link to a manifesto um, mm -hmm. I, what I'm more interested in is the video aspects of it. Oh, oh uh, him live streaming it? Yeah, because he live streamed it. And, uh, of course, the live stream video is captured. And now it's it'll never be gone. No matter what government tries to censor it, it's there. You know, quite and frankly, quite, quite frankly, it's probably the video portion of it was probably more... Uh, that probably was more driving than his hatred for Muslims. Yeah, his because love, he, his love of himself, and wanting to wanting to show people what he was doing was more important than his hatred 
you know, and which is really a really telling a lot uh, when right. it comes. It was, a, it was a big attention show, but anyway, things to note about the video. Okay, I the, so I saw it because somebody sent it to me, mm-hmm. and of course, me being a, a shithead, I can't help. As long as it's not a heading video, like oh, you know, like that's not it, been on TV. Well, but the but the point is, is like I don't like gory stuff. I don't mm-hmm. like to watch horror movies. I don't like any gory stuff. And I said, well, okay, well, I'll click this link, even though Thomas told me not to. Thomas the Tank Engine says <laughs> I ain't clicking that link, right? So even though Thomas told me not to, I said, okay, well. This is a big breaking story. Nobody knows anything about it. I'm going to click it. And I clicked it and watched it, and it was awful, horrible, but it wasn't to the level of some guy sitting there getting his head cut off and screaming, which is what you get when you have the Muslims doing the same thing. Or catching them on fire in a cage. cage. This is nowhere near that level. Okay, and... Uh, but it's still very disturbing and it's still very wrong. And this is nothing that I would ever condone. Anyway, mm-hmm. the thing that struck me about that video, uh, and I think that we should ask some of our friends who are special forces, top mm-hmm. level special forces mm-hmm. uh, in the world for different countries. We should ask them to review the video because what I saw in that video is a extremely highly trained shooter. He really? didn't he did not miss a single fucking shot, and it was all triple taps. Hey, pop, pop, pop. hey, sorry, I'm I'm sorry. He hey. did not he did not miss a single shot. It was pop, pop, pop. Somebody's dead. Pop, pop, was he, pop. Did, did he have a rifle, dead. or did he have a what did he have? He started the video with a shotgun with Ooh. nine shells in it. So he, he had a long-barreled uh, – well, he had a um, – I don't know exactly, but it was a semi-automatic shotgun with nine shots. So the, the tube, the magazine tube extended to the end of the barrel. Right. It was probably an 18-inch barrel. And looking at what happened and looking how effective it was, I think there were slugs in it. Okay. Uh, Anyway, he started the video with that. He fired nine shots, and there's like four people dead. Uh, And then he pulls out uh, an AR-15, and it's pop, 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 like that. And it's kills. It's there's no, you know, and it's it's perfect. Every shot hits, and it's very, 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 very fast. Very deliberate, huh? And it's very deliberate. And there's a couple times where somebody was running um, from, and I'll, I'll, you would have to see the video, but somebody was running. There were two times where somebody was running and he went pop, 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 and the person fell dead. And one of them was from a very long distance, Mm -hmm. pop, 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 dead. You know, there's, there's no way you can be that quick. And then there's another time in the video where the guy, uh, where somebody charges him, but he wasn't charging him to take him out. He was charging him to squeeze to the left behind him. He goes, pop, pop, and the guy falls down, and the guy hit him with enough momentum that he fell back, but he had his sense about him to get up, pop, 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 done. You know, I mean, it was just too mechanical. It was just too perfect. Like, nobody can do that. So throw it in the conspiracy theory thing? No, I'm just saying like like a false flag anti-gun No, maneuver? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that this guy had training that is beyond we need to have some of our friends see the video. So so what could have happened and then is what you're saying I, I don't want to be like an Alex Jones guy here, but so what you could be saying is that that this guy might have had like a incurable disease and he was his family's going to be set for life now because he went through this and did that, all that stuff. And I, I didn't say any of that. <laughs> what I'm, no, I'm not the only thing I'm saying. It's sad. Do right, you think the, the guy was trained? You think the guy was, was awful and the guy had, uh, Hey, listen, I have trained my entire life with firearms. Mm-hmm. I am very 
very, very good with a firearm. And in fact, the demonstration of that was when we went to PWIP and somebody handed me an AR, which I had never fired before. Mm-hmm. And I went into a contest with military people, with police officers, everybody talking a big game, and I won the thing. Mm-hmm. Having never fired that weapon before and having never even fired an AR before, somehow I won it, right? So I have training, and I'm telling you that the guy who was in that video had massive skills, like unbelievable uh, it's it it he's too good to not have awesome training and so what i'm what the, the thing i'm raising is is like let's watch and see what happens and let's see if that's ever acknowledged and actually oh, you, we need to, we need to show that video to some of our friends yeah. who do that for a living you you probably they probably won't talk about it no they don't I mean, have to I talk know, about I, it all i know is that they can talk about it anonymously was you they pull them right? Did they just uh, they just banned a bunch of weapons there, didn't they? Yeah, they banned everything, and it, it happened overnight. Mm-hmm. But if you read the manifesto, that's exactly what he wanted. So honestly, oh, that's every, interesting. Yeah, so I can send you a link to the manifesto, okay. but literally everything, and it's it's lengthy, but literally everything that he said he wanted to happen they're playing by his script they're idiots right wow. it, the entire thing was a bunch of memes and a bunch of shit posting and all this stuff and uh it was they're literally following exactly what he wanted them to do and if you read his manifesto he said they will do this 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 and this and this is exactly what i want them to do and he predicted everything they've done so he was an anti-gun person no, he wasn't anti-gun. Um, it, you have to read the manifesto. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to speak for him because I honestly I couldn't get through much of it. I got through like a few pages, but the few pages that I got through, he um, he he's basically calling the shots at this okay. point. Yeah, he's calling the shots, and they're they're powerless to not play to his script. Hmm. Interesting. Chess player. Uh, yeah. Like literally, and I have no idea why he would be that good. Um, Mr. Mesmerize says, I heard the manifest is one big troll letter. Yes, it is. And the video is one huge troll. Like literally he had memes written on the sides of the guns that he was killing these people with. Really? Like, yeah, no, literally. So you're going to have to. It, there's a lot that you can learn from this. Like he was a, a shitlord, basically okay. one of these people that speaks in memes and trolls people. And he did awful stuff. Um, but the thing to do is to not play into what he's literally directing you to do, because if he can predict exactly what you're going to do based on his actions, then he's probably, probably right about some things. Mm hmm. And you don't want to have him appear to be right ever. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and and I think that he, uh, if he knew, he he probably was part of it. Anyway, he, it's, he, it's he might be yeah, part of it. It's bizarre. Anyway, do you have another article? Um. And then I have I one. A couple. And I got go ahead. Go ahead. Go. You're you're next, anyways. Okay. So my article. Um, and I have to share on our screen here. Oh, hey, here we go. Application window. Well, that's not it. I have to, I have to pull it up here. Twitter. There we go. Uh, okay. And I have to go back. And we're being good boys. <laughs> okay, so here's um, so this somebody sent me this horrible thing. Oh, <laughs> and it's about <laughs> fart rape. I actually, that's funny because I actually was talking about that yesterday, right? And I, and I just got such a kick out of it. I don't right, know if you can. So, so here it is. Um, I'll read the thing. And actually, I did some research, and this actually dates back to like 2013, 2014. <laughs> But obviously, every once in a while, somebody's going to 
bring this up because it's so crazy. So trending on Twitter right now is the hashtag fart rape. And the, the main thing that I have up on screen here is uh, this um, feminist Ashley Engel, who gets probably some sort of government funding through a university or whatever, says, <laughs> by farting louder, the man is using passive aggressive violence to position himself as dominant. This intimidates the woman to subconsciously not release as much flatulence, and thus the woman fearing her her safety doesn't fart as loud as a sign of submissiveness. This in turn contributes to rape culture and women being oppressed. Isn't that wild? Okay. Um, uh, she wins the internet. <laughs> like literally she wins. So uh, that's, I, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, Beans for everybody, I guess. <laughs> okay, so and, and so the, the problem is, is that um, I my literally my favorite food of all times is refried beans, <laughs> and my second favorite food just behind that, and actually two thirds of the people in the world eat this, so obviously two thirds of the people in the world are rapists, is rice and beans. I love rice and beans. And Red beans and rice, baby. Great. Or that or kidney beans and rice with a piece of chicken in Haiti or black beans and rice in Cuba. I mean, you go anywhere in the world, it's all beans and rice because it's a great food and it keeps you alive and it's cheap. Um, so tonight, in honor of her news story, I am making Rubens uh, and I made some homemade corned beef and oh, I have... Nice. Uh, homemade sauerkraut and then on the side i'm having uh broccoli with cheese sauce and as a soup i'm having bean soup nice now that's what i'm talking about yeah that's and, nice uh, i'm gonna blast some big ones but i'm not gonna blast them around women because hey everyone i am married i love my wife and i love my three daughters and i love my female dog and I would never want anything bad to happen to them like huge farts. So there you go. That's, <laughs> that, that seriously, that's like the, I mean, it's hard to even talk about that and not start it's, laughing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so ridiculous that it's, it's beyond, uh, it's beyond what you can comprehend, you know. But thank God it's from four years ago and it was squashed back then, but. Every once in a while, somebody will dig back into the memory hole and try to bring something up. Okay, you got an article? Uh, we got how about, how about uh, this is from the Baltimore Sun. Unfair advantages are the rule in college admissions, not the exception. Okay, so we just came off of like one of the biggest college scandals, and it's dead already. Nobody's even talking about it now. This guy made a half a billion dollars getting celebrities' kids into college. Yeah, but they're more deserving because they're famous. And took and and they basically took and hey millennials, they took away your chances of getting into Harvard. I was having I was talking to a, another friend of mine the other day about this, and it was kind of funny because I grew up in a family that was not wealthy. I mean, literally not wealthy. My mom grew up in an orphanage. I mean, that's how, that's how poor we were. Um, so anything that we have is, is basically we've eked it out. Well, when it came time to go into college, uh, state schools were like, that was what, that was where we went because uh, was there option. was no, there was no chance of going into, I mean, the, the <laughs> Harvard and Yale, What's that? Eight schools were my option too, and yeah. I did what, well what, enough eight school to transfer into that upper echelon. Well, what I'm saying is that we didn't know about those schools. Yeah, it, it when I, I mean was that, that school, was like not it was not in the I I don't know anybody. I went to a pretty nice high school, and I don't know anybody that went to Yale yeah. out of out of high school or 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 yeah, even I mean, Stanford. I mean, nothing like, was not even yeah. in our in our in our realm of thought, 
Right, and mine, mine either. And I'm in, in my high school in the last uh, three decades. I'm the only person that's gone to anything even approaching that, and that was for medical school. After I'd already um, done, uh, you know, the Count de Monte Cristo sword fighting, freaking awesome performance in college. Yeah, literally writing research papers, inventing viruses, doing all this shit. Yeah. That's the so, only way I got in there. So, so it got me thinking about that. Um, that seems to be where the royalty of our country has been born. True. Don't you think? Yes, absolutely. If you don't, you know, if, if you, you the, I, I would not be a, I, I would not have been able to do what I was supposed to do with my life, which is be a plastic surgeon, unless. Uh, I uh, was able to worm my way into one of those schools. It would it would have been impossible, and then I would have been a, le- a nobody, and I wouldn't have gotten good training. And- yeah, but those those people that are going to those schools, think about this for a second. And and I'm going to be real specific. I'm going to talk about the kids that that got paid to go. I mean, that bribed their way into this program. These are the people that, quote-unquote, run foundations and have people elected because they've already inherited, have a silver spoon, right? you know, something going on there that they don't have to work. They don't yeah. have to work. All they, they need to do is to, is to be bamboozled into pushing some kind of political agenda or, or, and run for office. Right. I mean, that's all they need to do. They don't even have to be right because no matter what happens, they're going to always be taken care of. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. They can be the royalty of the United States, the royal families. Now they're talking about mob rules now. With uh, I mean, these are the same people that are talking about ta- changing our country from a republic to a mob rules country. So that means yeah, if, if, if you have something that the mob wants, they just take it. Yep. You have no rights whatsoever. Let's throw the Constitution in the toilet. And the, the strongest bully wins. Right. Hey, I really have to cut this off. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm in great distress here. Oh, you must be having... Uh, what. Uh, I mean, are you having distress with this conversation? Are you having distress? No, I'm with- having distress because I really, 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 really have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I was going to say you must have had sauerkraut yesterday. No, I didn't. I have, I'm just very well hydrated. <laughs> okay, I've been a good boy. All right. Thinking- well, then let's let's call this a, a wrap. All right. We can call this a wrap. I don't have a problem with that. It's a beautiful sunny day out right now. It's all of about must be 42 degrees outside right now. Apparently, our sound and video quality is coming through great today, all the way to Germany. That's what Mr. Mesmer. Oh, that's awesome. Said. Yeah, we know I have high-speed internet now. That's so what's so awesome. Yeah, I know. Before it was like all wonky and stuff, but we're getting better. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep improving. We're at least trying. We care well, about you. Everybody. We ca- we're like Care Bears. I'm such a good boy today. I'm we're we're like calm. Care Bears. We care a lot. We, we care a lot. Time. <laughs> Although for a for a couple of angry white guys, you know that's no, I'm nobody's going to believe us. Nobody's going to believe us. Oh, I'm a good boy. I didn't do nothing. Yeah. Nobody's ever going to believe us. All right. Well, what do we what do we tell them? Keep your knives sharp and your friends sharper. Okay. We'll, we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>